0: welcome to the what if i fly podcast i'm your host chloe megan a registered nurse mom certified personal trainer with a bachelor's degree in business and your new bestie when it comes to all things fitness self-help business leadership and motivation the truth is you already have everything that you need to store you just need a little push and i'm calling for stibs let's get started Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so happy that you guys could join me today. I'll be honest, this podcast has been a long time coming. I've been super nervous about even starting because I think I'm sort of a perfectionist and I wanted everything to be perfect and I wanted to have all these different degrees under my belt and have everything figured out before I felt like I was ready or qualified enough to share what I know from my experiences with an audience, but that's just my imposter syndrome speaking and I realize I already have degrees and I already have years of experience. So, let me just get on here and start my podcast already. So, this is the What If I Fly podcast and my name is Chloe. I am a registered nurse. I'm a mom and I'm also a certified personal trainer and I have a bachelor's degree in business management. Over the years, I have went through a lot of trials and tribulations. And I think that one of the most meaningful ways that we can help other people is by sharing our experiences and what we learn from those experiences because you really never know what other people are going through. And I found for me that listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, reading books, going to therapy, doing all those things, listening to people that motivated me, that inspired me, to create new habits and have discipline and to really believe in myself enough to take chances and risks is really what pushed me through all of my hard times and even if you weren't going through anything, we can always use a tune-up. So that's really what I want to be for everybody is is just this resource, this kind of voice in your ear of just reminding you what you're capable of and maybe even having some aha moments of things that you didn't even realize that were inside of you that needed to come out. And this first topic that I would love to discuss is just taking that leap of faith. You know, this is called the What If I Fly podcast. So to me, it's just kind of play on words of I really had to take that leap of faith when I left a toxic marriage and when I decided to start my own business that ended up making six figures a year when I had to take a leap of faith to get into nursing school and become a registered nurse and become a personal trainer. And, and even having my daughter, it was just something that scared me a lot. And I, that just took a lot of courage and resilience to kind of push through and believe in myself enough that, okay, I am capable of all these things, no matter what kind of toxic negative influences that I had in my life or in my previous life, you're always going to have those distractions and those things that are going to try to take you away from your center. And so I want to just talk about five ways to make that jump, take that leap of faith so that you can propel yourself towards a better future. So I guess what I want to start with is just by saying that you really have to get down to the basics just being very simple with grabbing a pen and paper and write down the areas of your life that you're wanting to change what's going right what's going wrong where you're really wanting to make those changes up because you're never gonna know where you want to be if you don't know where you already are you really have to discover the foundation of where you're starting and then it's also a great way to look back and be like wow this is where I was. I was struggling with achieving this goal, or I was at this weight that I didn't want to be at anymore, or I didn't have the education that I wanted. And then, as you write down what you're looking to change about that, and then you achieve those said things, you can look back and be like, I've come so far. Because quite often, I feel like we move through, and I especially do this, where I achieve something and it's like, okay, that was cool. What's next? And so it really, you really just start realizing that it's never about achieving those things on that list. At the end of the day, it's about what you learn about yourself on that journey. It's who you become throughout that journey. So to be able to look back and you have this list, a pen and paper list of of what you're wanting to change, what's going right, what's going wrong, you're better able to make realizations about how far you've come. And I think that that's really impactful whenever you're trying to take those chances and make that jump. So I'm going to move through these kind of swiftly. I don't really want my podcast to take longer than 30 or 45 minutes unless there's something that like really needs a lot of explanation. I think that for me, the most impactful way that a podcast can operate is by keeping it short, sweet, and to the point. Because especially as a mom and working full-time, not a lot of us have time to just sit down and listen to a podcast for an hour and a half. So I want to make these really quick and easy for everybody. Just literal ways that I work through my own issues and work through my own problems and everybody has them. Nobody on this planet is perfect. And I think that's the beautiful part about helping one another. And just even for me, having the confidence to even start this podcast is like, okay, we're all a little messed up and I don't care what walk of life you come from, you're struggling with something. And I just hope that you're able to take something that is positive and meaningful and has purpose from the podcast and even if it's two words that I say I don't care it just is gonna mean something to you at the end of the day and that has really been my motivation and um, I think my whole purpose behind the the whole podcast so uh, moving on to number two I want you to write down your pros and your cons the worst and the best of what you're trying to change. And what I mean by that is if this thing goes right, this thing that you're wanting to change, what is the best part about it? What's the worst thing? Our brains are so amped and ready to go on anything that's negative. So I want you to also look at the pros. I want you to think that if I went for that promotion, what is that going to do for my family if I quit my job and I start a business what is that going to do for myself what how am I going to grow in those areas and what's the worst and the best thing that could happen and I want you to think outside the box I don't want you to just write okay this is my goal weight that I'm looking at achieving here's the pros and cons of it and it's all numbers based and you have nothing else to kind of pull from it I want you to look at how am I going to feel how are my clothes going to fit? Am I going to have energy to keep up with my toddler? And I just want to point out that obviously it's not going to always be weight loss related. It could be that you really want to work on a budget or you want to learn how to play the piano or you want to get your scuba diving certification or just any of those things. You want to take up a new hobby. It doesn't matter. It The plan and the entire process is so similar. It's all the same. More than one way to measure success in an area. So that's just something that I want you to kind of think about. Next, I want you to strategize ways to make it happen. How am I going to get from point A to point Z? And this is probably the most important step that you're going to take when it comes to Making the jump and taking that leap of faith because you've figured out what you want to achieve, you've written out the good and the bad about achieving it. But now, how are you going to take action? I think lots of times we have lots of ideas, and our minds are kind of like bogged down with ideas sometimes, and everything seems very attractive. And if we get caught up in the messy process, that is taking the action, you'll never move. You'll just be stuck exactly where you are. And you don't want that for yourself. You want to succeed or you want to see yourself go after the thing that it is that you're so afraid of achieving to begin with. So I think that, and you know, there's, I'm kind of giving you a very brief five-step kind of guide to making the jump towards your goals or your dreams or just whatever you're trying to achieve. I really love Zig Ziglar's seven steps of goal setting. I think that's a more detailed and it's kind of more along like a smart goal, which I'll talk about that in another podcast. But Zig Ziglar has a good quote that I love. And it says, success occurs when opportunity meets preparation. So you're prepared. You've written out what you want to achieve. You've written out the good and the bad about achieving them. And then now we're trying to strategize a method for making that happen. And so that might look like talking to somebody about how to start an LLC or getting a coach or a mentor that's going to help you move towards achieving those goals that you have as far as your health or your fitness, finding a trainer It might look like going to that college and talking to an advisor and asking them what it is that you need to complete in order to even enroll at that school. It might look like it could be anything. I mean, you could have even like the smallest goals like, okay, I want to start waking up earlier. I want to stretch in the morning. I want to have a morning routine. So you just have to think about what can I do to envision that person that I'm trying to create, that new person, how do I get there? And I think for me, I had to not only do all these things, but I think it is so crucial for you to go ahead and accept that you are already that person. I am a person that has a morning routine. I am a person that does my skincare in the morning and I go for that morning walk and get that morning sunlight and I'm going to give myself 10 minutes every morning before I'm going to look at my phone and I am going to read for 30 minutes every day and I am going to go to school to level up my education, level up my career, make myself into who I really want to be. You're going to already sit in who it is that person looks like. And I really hope all that makes sense. But if you just start telling yourself that you are already that person, you're going to watch yourself fall into those habits and those routines that are going to make you become her or him or whoever. And I just think that that's the most incredible thing about the brain is you create those neural pathways that's going to take you down the road of being successful and achieving what you're really looking to achieve. And I think the best way, yes, you need to strategize ways to make it happen and you need to know what that looks like, but start now with already being that person that you want to be. I think that it's so easy to get bogged down with anxiety and stress and a busy schedule and all that. You have to be organized. You have to be logistical. You have to be able to foreshadow obstacles that are going to get in your way. And you have to be ready and prepared and accept that challenges and obstacles are just going to be a part of your journey. Do not expect perfection because perfection is impossible. I'm going to tell you that right now. When I was on a weight loss journey, because all I wanted to do was just better myself. I wanted to have more energy and be healthier and and be an example for my daughter. And none of it was linear. All of the ways that I strategized to accomplish that goal, I had to accept that it was not going to be some super smooth straight path. It was up and down and I cried and I wanted to give up. And I didn't want to go to the gym. And I didn't want to make those healthier choices. But then sometimes I did. And then discipline kicked in. You start with motivation. But you achieve your intended results with discipline. With showing up for yourself every single day. Because those ways that you set out to accomplish that goal. Or to become that person. That takes discipline. And that's not easy. Because everything is right now. Everything is instant gratification. If you want to listen to a song, you're going to look it up right now. If you want something, you're going to order it right on Amazon. If you want to do anything, if you want to... Which it has its, its pros and its cons, just like everything else. But everything is so easily accessible that discipline is so rare anymore. So while I want you to strategize how you're going to make things happen... I want you to build in the lack of perfectionism within that strategy. Because that is going to be your key to success. I'm honestly loving sharing all this with you guys. And I know that the more that I'm gonna be doing it, and recording it, it's gonna flow a lot smoother. So you have to excuse my, you know, ups and downs of this podcast. But this is so exciting because I whenever there's anybody struggling that I know, I just get, I don't know, it just comes to me and I just want to share it with everybody. And I think that listening to like Brene Brown or Tony Robbins or just any of those people, it just really pushes me and motivates me to want to share things that I've learned and that I've picked up over time with you all to, to hopefully just, I want you to have a purpose. I want you to Be excited to wake up in the morning and have something that you look forward to doing. So anyways, let's move on to the next step. We are on number four, which is figure out if the negative thoughts about the leap you're trying to take are even yours. And I love this one because, and I'll share more about my past as the podcast goes on because there's a lot there. But I had a really rough childhood. There was a lot of trauma. There was a lot of abuse. There was a lot of things that I didn't choose for myself. I had no control over. And a lot of the people I felt like that were surrounding my life, and it didn't just have to be friends, it was mostly family, would speak negative things into my world, into my life. And it's so hard, especially as a child, to not absorb all that information, to not say, okay, society and going to school and the kids that I'm seeing and, you know, things that you're picking up from watching the news or all these different influences, they're all telling me something. And then if somebody close to you also says that to you or... You know, you're already kind of having those negative thoughts. It's almost like a confirmation, like, oh, okay, like, I didn't think I was smart enough to achieve X, Y, or Z, and then you're confirming that for me. And so that's really hard to unlearn as an adult, and I think I'm going to be, like, the biggest advocate for therapy because I think it is so beneficial. I don't care if you have... We, we all have mental health issues, or I'm going to say issues, but we all struggle with something mental health related. And whether you feel like you do or not, if you're a, you think that you're totally normal human, whatever, which what is normal, honestly, but therapy is just the best thing in the world. Now, always be an advocate for it. But something that I learned in therapy is that those thoughts are not yours. So I'll say it again, like those thoughts that you're telling yourself that are so negative are not yours. You are believing them because at some point, somewhere in your childhood, somebody said something to you and you believed it. And you carried that with you. And you repeated it to yourself every single day. The fact that you feel like you're ugly or that you're overweight or that you're not good enough. Or just fill in the blank. I mean, it could be literally anything. There's people that play sports that are going to think, you know, as a child, I can't go there. I can't go to that school. I'll never get a scholarship to here. I'll never do this or I'll never do that. I know I said a lot of those things to myself. So when you're trying to make the jump and you're having that doubt and you're having that like, should I go for it? Should I not? I'm scared of failure. I don't want to take that leap. Whose thoughts are those? Because they're probably not even yours. So once you figure out, I, I think this would be a great, another great thing to bring up is that you should really write down what those negative thoughts are. And then work through that. And maybe even try a method called thought stopping, where that thought that negative thought starts and then you stop it right there. You say no. And then sometimes I'll even tell myself, like, I refuse to believe that. That's not true. Because at the end of the day, we're all only living within our own perspective and our own perceptions of life, within our own brains, our own minds. And everybody is just equally living together in all those perceptions. So If you have a negative thought about a goal, it would be so helpful for you to write it down and just agree that it's not true and then write something that's positive down. Instead of saying, I am not good enough to become an author, you're going to write down, I am deserving of every opportunity to become an author Or, I am going to achieve my goal of becoming an author. I am capable of achieving my goal of becoming just an author. You know, there's literally so many different ways. Why are we so focused on the negative all the time? But when I said back on step three that you're going to have obstacles and challenges, your negative thoughts are going to be the number one thing that comes up repeatedly because it's right there in your brain, it's so accessible it's so easy. I mean, think about when you're watching the news, for instance. They're not sharing all of the positive, funny, light-hearted stuff that would make us feel hopeful and happy. They're sharing stuff that's devastating and crippling. And, you know, quite honestly, it's, it's it brings down the whole morale of all of us. So, it's really easy to fall into those patterns. I want you to break that cycle and break those patterns. Figure out where those negative thoughts are coming from. Write them down. Replace them with something positive, And then put it somewhere to where you can see it every day. Something that I did was when I was trying to get through nursing school, which any of my nurses out there know is not easy. <laughs> it takes a lot of patience, a lot of resilience, a lot of consistency, a lot of showing up for yourself constantly. Um, I would put, I am good enough on a post-it note and I'd stick it on my mirror and I would put, I am smart. I am brave. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am resilient. I am going to be a great nurse. I am going to pass this exam or I am going to be the best mom. I am going to be the healthiest version of myself. And I just saw that all the time. And so those are the thoughts that were coming up in my brain. And those were the thoughts I was focusing on. And pretty soon they start to drown out all the negativity. And that's what you need to be successful is the only person that's in the way of you achieving anything is you. At the end of the day, it is you and only you. Because I have seen single mothers that work two jobs become a registered nurse. And I'm not only trying to focus on that, but I have seen, I have seen single dads that really want to lose weight that are trying to go to the gym with four kids that they have to put in childcare and they still lose the weight. Like, and that can't, you know, that's not, those aren't the only examples out there, but people that have way more on their plate than you are achieving the things that you want to do. And it's because they shifted their mindset. And that is where everything starts is in your mindset. If you read any book or listen to any podcast that you feel like helps you move closer towards becoming the person you want to be, it's because that book or that podcast, it tapped into your mindset before you actually even took any action. So that's where it all starts. Now the last and final fifth way to make the jump for taking that leap of faith is going to be to trust your intuition, your gut feelings and your calling and just jump. And what I mean by that is your mind and your gut are connected. You have those gut feelings where it's it's all connected by the vagus nerve. And I love the book, the mind gut connection. It's the best book. I'm going to link it down below, but it talks so strongly about how you have those gut feelings and you're like, you get those butterflies or some people get, you know, sorry for TMI, but I am a nurse. So, uh, like the nervous poops, like everybody is connected from their brain to their gut and vice versa. You are going to have those gut feelings about something. And if you feel like something is right for you, I want you to do it. I want you to take that chance. I want you to to take those risks and I want you to go for it. I want you to trust your intuition. Do what feels right. And I'm not saying that we're chasing comfort here. Um, That's the opposite. You have to lean in to being uncomfortable because that's where your growth is. The things that are painful, the things that are hard, the things that take discipline and that require consistency and require you to move through the rough and rigid and messy and muddy parts of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Like that's where your growth is. So you're not you're not chasing comfort. You're chasing your purpose. The things that you wake up and you're like, I have to do that. I have to do that. Like, no matter how else I try to fill my cup, I always come back to feeling that desire to achieve that thing, to move closer towards becoming that person. And I think I felt that way about this podcast, for example, is that no matter what I try to do to procrastinate or try to avoid, like I just kept coming back to, I need to do this. And I might not even have five people listen to this. I might not even have one person. I don't really care. I just, I had to just trust my intuition, trust my gut feelings. That is your calling. That is your purpose. And so I want you to take everything that you've learned your five ways to make the jump through being simple and just grabbing a pen and paper and writing down the areas of your life that you're wanting to change and write down the pros and cons about those different changes and i want you to strategize the ways to make it happen and figure out if any of the negative thoughts or implications about what it is that you're trying to achieve if those are even yours Because the end goal of all of this is to just trust yourself enough to even take a chance on yourself for the first time in your life. I just want you to be there totally. I want wherever you are, I want you to completely be there and to believe in yourself enough to aspire to achieve your goals and to really chase those dreams. And I want to leave you guys with a question today. And I think I'm going to do that in all the podcasts. Some kind of question to chew on. Where would you be if you didn't give up? And honestly, think about that on so many different levels. Where would you be if you didn't give up? And I want you to write that out with everything else that you've written so far. And really think about it. If I didn't give up on myself, who could I be? Where would I be? What would I be? So I just want to thank you guys so much for joining me today. I know that this first episode is going to be a little rough around the edges, but doesn't matter because I started where I was with what I had, and I just did it. I took that leap of faith, and so I'm really proud of myself, and I've got a smile on my face, sit in my closet, because I'm just so grateful that I even have the opportunity to, to share anything with you all so thank you so much for joining me I just want to say in closing to be intentional be bold and don't hold back and ask yourself what if I fly bye if you loved what you listen to here leave a review and don't forget to hit that follow button so you never miss out on new podcast episodes until next time